Hello and welcome to the Today Not Tomorrow podcast. My name is Oscar Isaacson and this podcast is brought to you by TNT Fitness. This episode is sponsored by Whoop. If you want to measure your recovery, check out the previous episode. I talk about the Whoop strap. You can give, uh, you can get a deal if you go to join.whoop.com slash TNT. You'll get the Whoop strap for free and the first month is on the house. Today, I'm going to talk about some events we have coming up pretty soon. The first one is the Clash of the Classes. This used to be an in-house competition in between the morning people and the evening people. This year is a little bit different. We're going to spread it out over three hours. Just make sure we just don't have too many people at the gym at once. And we're adding one more uh, team to this thing. It's going to be morning people against evening people against Swift. So we got three divisions this year. It's on February 27th. It's coming up pretty soon. It's going to be from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. This is a free event, and you do not have to be there for three hours. We don't want that. The whole idea of the thing is for you to uh, show up, knock out three little challenges, and as soon as you're done, you can head out. So this is going to be done in um, under an hour. It's not going to be that long, so you can show up right at 9 a.m. if you want to, or 10 a.m., 11 a.m., Whenever is convenient for you, we are going to be at the gym ready to uh, judge you and cheer, cheer you on in between 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. So you have three hours. You don't need to use the whole three hours. You should knock this out in under an hour and you can show up at 9, at 10, at 11. You can show up whenever you want to. You can show up at 9.45, 10.15. Don't ask me about random times. It's in between 9 and 12 to get it done. I know what the events are already. It's three short events. This is something that you're going to be able to uh, read about and see before you get to the clash on the 27th. So I expect you to read up on the workouts and to watch a little video that I'm going to post for you so you know exactly what the movements are, what the workouts are, what we're looking for, what the score is, so you will be 100% prepared. If you haven't signed up already, make sure you get signed up. Just go to MindBody, click on Events, and then it's going to say Dawn Patrol. That is for morning CrossFitters. It will say Night Flight. That is for evening CrossFitters. And then it will say Swift. That is for the Swifters. Right now, we've got uh, four people on Dawn Patrol. We've got four people on Night Flight, and we've got six people on Swift. So still pretty early. We've got 15 spots available for each one of these uh, teams right here. So plenty of spots open. Make sure you get signed up right away. Don't forget about it. Lose your spot and make sure that we have uh, some good teams going. I've gotten a few people that have signed up that hasn't done a competition like this before. So I'm going to answer a few questions that I've heard that you might be thinking about as well. What if I can't do a certain movement? You can do all these movements. This is not uh, muscle-ups on the rings. This is not handstand walking. This is not one-legged squats. These are pretty straightforward movements that you've done before many a times. And I, uh, I'm going to promise you that you can do all of these movements. What if I'm a beginner? This is tailored to really benefit the team with the most amount of participants. So since we're not doing a team workout, it's going to be an individual score. Every person that does any type of work at the gym is going to greatly benefit the team. So you don't have to lift a thousand pounds. You don't have to knock out a hundred burpees. If you come in 
and pick up a two pound dumbbell that's going to benefit your team if you come in sit down on the rower give it two uh, two pulls and then head out you are going to benefit the team so the team that's got the biggest uh, edge coming into this competition it's going to be the team with the most amount of people like i said earlier the signups are open right now february 27th 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. There's no other classes on this day. All Swift classes are canceled. Lifting is canceled. CrossFit is canceled. Even if you don't care about your team and about competing, but you want to come into the gym and do a workout, get signed up, treat it as you work out, head out, and have a great day. The next big event we have coming up is the CrossFit Open. This might be the biggest event of the year for a CrossFit gym. This is a online competition. So it's not just us doing it at the gym. This is something that they do all over the US, all over the world. The goal that CrossFit set was to get 500,000 people to compete in this year's Open, which is pretty awesome. And we're going to try and help them get to that number by having as many of you as possible sign up. This is a three-week competition. Each week on Thursday, they announce the workout. And then everybody has a couple of days until Monday afternoon to get this workout done. We are going to be doing this workout on Fridays. So 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 9 a.m., 2 p.m., 4 p.m. All of the classes, all of the CrossFit classes, we're going to be doing the CrossFit Open Workout on Fridays. If you can't make the Friday class, we're also going to be doing this on Sundays. So entire Friday, entire Sunday, we're going to be doing the CrossFit Open Workout. In the past, this has been five weeks. Five weeks is a little bit too long. You get a little bit too burnt out towards week four, week five. This year, it's only three weeks. It's the perfect amount to uh, challenge yourself. Um, not just make it one quick workout, but to stretch it out a little bit more without getting too tired of it. So I really like the three-week setup. What's different this year from previous years is they have more divisions too. So before, it would be an RX workout and a scaled workout. This year, they have even more options. They have an RX workout. They have a scaled workout. They have a foundations workout. They have a no equipment workout as well. If you're worried about this being too challenging or too much, it's not going to be. There's going to be a level for you that's going to be challenging and fun. We already have 20 people signed up for the open, which is awesome to see. Let's try and make that 40 people. Let's double that. You sign up by going to open.crossfit.com. So this is not something that we do through the gym, even though we're going to do the workouts at the gym. You sign up for this competition through um, CrossFit headquarters. So open.crossfit.com. That's where you get signed up. It'll ask you what gym you're going to do the workouts at. That's where you're going to put in CrossFit TNT. This starts on March 11th. So we still get a little bit of time out. And it's a three-week competition. We're going to do these workouts on Fridays and Sundays. It's a fun time. It's going to be challenging. You're going to have a little bit of nerves, but you're going to push yourself a little bit harder than usual, and you're going to see yourself hit some great milestones. We are going to be getting some open t-shirts that you can compete in and used to remember that time when you set a new PR with the jump rope, with the clean, with the pull-up, whatever the workout's going to be, they're going to be thrown at us. You'll see those t-shirts and tanks uh, very soon for you to order as well.
Moving on to the programming notes for the week. I'm just going to go over one general note. A lot of times uh, on the workouts, when we don't write a percentage or a set weight, we will just write AHAP instead. And that stands for as heavy as possible. We do that because we want it to be flexible. If you're feeling great, go for it. If you're not feeling great, go a little bit lighter. Do you feel comfortable with the movement? Do you not feel comfortable with the movement? We want you to think a little bit, a little bit extra about your weights and your workouts. We don't want to just kind of uh, spoon feed you a weight to use. We want you to kind of think about uh, what you've done in the past, what you're capable of, and what you want to try again. As heavy as possible does not mean it's extremely brutally heavy for one rep, for two reps. I can barely do these and make it look good. This is as heavy as possible for the task at hand. Now that's going to be too long to write on the board. That's why we go with as heavy as possible. But let's say the workout is uh, 100 bicep curls without stopping. As heavy as possible is not going to be 100 pounds, 50 pounds, 25 pounds. It's going to be 10 pounds, 5 pounds. This is not, I can barely get this done. It's a huge uh, strain. This is specific to the task, what you're able to, and how the coach wants it to get done. Today's daily topic is going to be a couple of nutrition questions that I got at the Goal Getters meeting last week. Uh, these were some good questions, and if uh, people at the meeting were thinking about them, then maybe you have these questions as well. One of them was, why eat protein after a workout? If there's one thing that's going to help you repair uh, the muscle breakdown, that's going to be protein. If you finish a workout and you have nothing but fat, it's not really going to do anything for you. If you finish a workout and you have nothing but carbs, that's going to help you replenish some energy. But that's not really why most people come to the gym. Most people come to the gym because they want to look better naked and feel better. And that is when you need to build up the muscle that you just kind of broke down a little bit at the gym. So that is why protein is uh, the main staple, the go-to that you should have after a workout. Now, is that immediately after working out? Is that uh, two hours after working out? You just want to make sure that you get it in within a reasonable time. So there's no absolute rush of getting that protein in. If it's half an hour, if it's an hour, um, that's okay. Ideally, it's sooner rather than later. But if it takes a little bit of time to get some protein done down, uh, it's not going to be a major issue. You want this to be at least 20 to 25 grams. If you don't get to this threshold, it's not going to start that rebuilding process. That rebuilding process is called the... Uh, protein synthesis and you need x amount of protein to get to that point so if you have five grams or 10 grams it's not really going to do anything for you you need a, a big enough dose to get that uh, process started so 20 to 25 grams that's the bare minimum that could be a protein shake a protein bar or even better it could be actual food it could be chicken it could be pork it could be hard boiled hard boiled eggs a lot of times I'll resort to the protein shakes as my main um, as my main thing to have after working out, but it doesn't have to be a supplement. Food is just as good, if not better. Another question I got was about fasting. What if you have a little bit of calories while fasting, if it's some uh, protein powder and coffee or something that's very uh, small like that? 
technically it's not fasting but it's not really that big of a deal the whole purpose behind fasting is to kind of create a bigger window where you're not always stuffing your face with food that is good for health and weight loss in general some people like it some people don't like it and i would encourage you to give it a try if you've never done a fast uh, fasting protocol before the most popular one is 16 hours of fasting and eight hours of eating during that fast, you don't consume any calories, but if you happen to get a few calories from uh, a protein powder or from uh, something else like that, it's not really that big of an issue because you're still kind of hitting that main point of this window, I'm not going to eat anything. This window, that's when I'm going to have my food. And for some people, that's a good way to uh, lower calories while still getting to eat some decent sized meals. The last question I'm going to cover is why does metabolism slow down? as you lose weight this is annoying uh, this is frustrating but this is how it works if you think of a um, big guy he's gonna have a bigger a stronger a faster metabolism compared to a smaller lady and that makes sense because you have this bigger person they're gonna go through more energy compared to this smaller person now what happens when you lose weight is that you go from being a little bit bigger person a little bit bigger organism down to a little bit smaller one too so that equation the numbers the calories it's always a moving target it's not going to stay consistent if you manage to lose weight and you become smaller and you lose body fat your metabolism is naturally going to slow down that is not uh, dangerous or unhealthy it just means that you went from being a bigger person to a smaller person and a bigger person is going to have a higher metabolism compared to a smaller person so that is the uh, you can't really get work your way around that too that's how it works you're naturally going to have to adjust uh, calories and keep finding new ways to adjust your nutrition if you want to keep losing weight and reaching your goals The quote of the week is an oldie but goodie. Do what you can with what you have where you are. I'm excited about the workouts we have coming up this week at the gym. I hope you are as well. I'll see you there.